and that's the whole concept of the National Drug Card. You can go to the website, nationaldrugcard.com, and you'll be able to go in there, and you'll be able to search for your medications, a really nice search tool. You'll be able to put in your medications there, and then you'll be able to see the discounted price for your medication. It's a simple search tool. You just put your medication, the dosage, and your zip code. And the website will give you the lowest price first. And again, that could be a big difference, a big savings on your medication. You'd be surprised from pharmacy to pharmacy, from somewhere from your CVS or uh, Walgreens to your local pharmacy. It could be a much of a difference, uh, 10, 20, 30, or 40% or more difference on those prices for the same exact medication. So again, Please look at our site. On the discounts that you get on the medications, will be anywhere from 5 to 10, 20, or 30% on name brands. And definitely where you get the most savings, which will be available on the website as well. And if there's a generic version, the generic version of it, that's going to give you anywhere from 40 to 90% savings. So again, most people are aware of this. And then they'll be able to use you know, our free drug card, and that's the best part of it. It's absolutely free. So, again, please take advantage of this. On PRN, we have our shows archived there. Last week's show was on the drug card, talking about all the pros and cons and the great things that you'll be able to use for the drug card. And, again, go back to the archive. You can go also to our website, which is the NDC savingsclub.com and you can go on there for the radio tab that <clears throat> says radio show and you'll be able to click on there and the shows are also archived there as well so again take advantage of this resource so again we started with the NDC uh, which stands for the national drug card.com uh, savings uh, drug card to save you money on your medications then from there, in this year, earlier this year in 2014, uh, we kind of saw that there was going to be a need for other benefits because we got so many calls from people. We got emails, we got phone calls, and people asking for other benefits. And I've been involved with benefits for the last 20, 25 years, all kinds of discounted benefits from major uh, resources and manufacturers and, and also from companies. And in 2014, we started when Obamacare passed in 2013 in October. And then from that point, we started building the NDCSavingsClub.com. And that's what we have launched. In the early spring, we launched the NDC Savings Club. And in this way, what this is, it's a resource, a hub a directory where you'll be able to look to save money on your health care needs. And I think uh, so far it seems like we're the first of the nation to create a savings club to help you save money on your health care. And please take advantage of it. Uh, we have over 75 different benefits that you'll be able to have access to. And the best part of it all is absolutely free. Just have to go to the NDC Savings Club.com and you'll be able to look at all these great benefits that we have there for you that you'll be able to view and review and read and contact these companies. Uh, some of the benefits that we have definitely, be, you know, besides our, our drug card, we also have a dental vision plans that you'll be able to purchase. And these are all. Um, fully accredited main companies that have been around for 10, 20, 30, or 40 years. Been around for a long time, and this is what these people do. So, again, you'll be able to look at all these benefits and contact. So, uh, people need dental and vision. Definitely savings. We have that for you. We have also for labs and blood work, laboratory, you know, uh, services that you'll be able to get a discount. We also have for MRIs. We also have uh, glasses for con uh, glasses themselves. I think they start at like six ninety six dollars ninety five cents, and we also have podiatry networks there if you need to and do some research. We have a whole section there for senior care 
and that's really a great thing there for uh, the seniors in, in our audience and, and maybe your parents might want to look at this. There's a lot of great resources in there. We also have for diabetic. <clears throat> we have a whole section there, a whole category for women, for women uh, needs that they need and, and, and different resources to be able to have access to. Uh, we also have there for medical supplies. We have a whole section there for contact lenses, for savings, hearing aids. And we also have a really great category there for holistic and natural medicine. So please look at these categories and go within and look at the website and view it. Uh, about three weeks ago, we had iGozon, which is a product uh, or, or 100% organic natural spray that you'd be able to spray away all the pesticides or, you know, uh, from all your fruits and vegetables and meats and and um, and also you'd be able to clean surfaces with this all-natural 100% product. So again, you know, look at these great uh, programs we have here at Great Savings for you guys. So again, we also have a legal service if people want to, both for personal or for business. And I think that's a great service there, Legal Club of America. We have that available for you guys. And also we have about maybe a month or six weeks ago, we had a whole thing on the free travel club that we make available for everyone. And again, please look at these websites and look at these links and you'll be able to be in contact with the company if you want to and speak with them. And these are all, like I mentioned, fully accredited good companies. Um, one thing that my wife loves is a whole thing with coupons and grocery coupons and grocery codes. There alone, that can save you 50 100 $200 a month on all this savings. I'm always surprised to see how much money my wife's able to print out and use these coupons and codes to save money. So again, what's interesting is that the money that we save with the uh, savings club kind of would pay for some of these benefits, like the dental vision plan uh, for single persons. Like uh, it's like seven, eight dollars a month for a dental vision plan, and again, it's a discounted dental and vision plan. Uh, also for a family, it's like sixteen dollars a month. So you can see if you're saving twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred, two hundred dollars a month, you're able to purchase some of these benefits. A lot of them uh, are great savings to you. So again, as you can see here, we have all these great programs and available at one place, totally free, that you'll be able to have access to. And one of the best things, there's no emails to put in there. We don't chase anyone. No, just go to it, have access to it, and view it as you want to and contact the companies and need and get what you need. Uh, definitely would be great if you're able to share this. Where again, I keep mentioning your friends and family and neighbors. Because, again, people don't know that these programs or these benefits are out there. And if you notice, most of our program is mostly geared towards health, you know, medical and health care. Because I think that's, again, being progressive, looking forward ahead of us and see what's going to start happening. This is why this was created. So, again, over 75 different programs or benefits that we have there available for you. We have a whole section there for entertainment. We have resources. <clears throat> a whole section there, like, um, great. And by the way, everyone, these are great websites, great access services that you'll be able to have access to and view it. And then uh, I was definitely would love if, and we are getting people referring other products or, or services that people can utilize. And then we'll be able to review it and see if it fits into our directory, into the savings club. And then you guys be able to take advantage of it. We do all the homework for you. Let let us know about it. We'll review the company or the program or the service and make sure it's you know it's, it's up you know legit. You know, it's not uh one of these fly by companies and we make sure we do our homework and then if everything falls into place we contact the owners of the company and then we would like to ask them if they want to be a part of our program so then people can benefit from it. So it's like a win-win. It's win for them, it's win for us, and it's win for you guys. So everybody wins, and that's what the whole concept of the Savings Club. So again, as you can see here, we're able to provide all these great programs for you, the member. And again, 
let people know about it. And it's pretty amazing how we're getting our emails and people are letting us know that you guys are listening and you guys are beginning to share this with everyone. Uh, so, again, please take advantage of uh, Also, I guess we have the technology. You can rate us on iTunes and on Facebook and let people know about it, that this is out there to help them save money. So, again, I, we really appreciate. We're getting great response from everyone. And then just let people know about our program. Again, you can go to the ndcsavingsclub.com. That's our website. There's a tab on there, <clears throat> right on the upper right-hand corner, right on top. It says Radio Show. You can click on that tab, and under there, there's a section there where you'd be able to ask your questions. Um, and again, we'll say you know your first name and what state you're calling from, and what your comment or your question might be. So please uh, take advantage of this and send in our questions. We we do get questions from people in the audience, and then we read them live <clears throat> towards the end of the show. So, again, they're really good questions. So we've been getting really good you know, questions from people asking either on our topic or on our savings club. So, again, uh, please do that. Probably <clears throat> uh, at this point, I'm going to now start talking about autism. And what is that? And what does that mean? Uh, and again, uh, I myself am going to be the speaker of this whole section here with autism. And please, if you have questions, please call in in our phone number. And please write this down so you'll be able to call in and, ha and ask your comments or questions or reference to autism. The number you can call in, which would be toll-free, which would be 888 874-4888. And again, that number will be toll-free. You can be calling in your questions, your comments, and reference to autism uh, to me live on our, on our phone. It will be the number will be toll-free, 888-874-4888. So later on during the show, I'll say the number again. So then this way, people will be able to call in in reference to your questions to autism. But getting back to that, um, <clears throat> why would I talk about this? Uh, I am a parent, a father uh, of an autistic daughter that is 10 years old, and her name is Alexa. And she's the lover of our life. And since she's been diagnosed with autism, um, I've been doing a lot of research, and throughout time, I really believe this, and us being progressive and, and health-minded and health-feel, don't you guys begin to realize that we become our own best doctors, and we know what's going on around us, because again, it's ourselves, our bodies, our lives, and we do the research and having a great tool like the internet. We're able to look at all different resources. Definitely the great resource that PRN is and Gary Null, definitely uh, that's an incredible resource. Uh, all this and PRN and Gary Null is at least 10 years to 20 years ahead of its time. So everyone here that's on the call, you guys can appreciate and you guys can understand what the great you know resource and information that we have you know, here, right at our fingertips, right in front of our iPads or our computers of this research. And and throughout the years, I've been looking at autism. Let's, and at this point, I would like, again, for disclaimers and stuff, I would like to say that I am not a doctor. And again, never said that I was, not no doctor. It's just this is my personal research I have done, my conclusions, and what has I come up with is in reference to help my daughter and other parents out there. And this is what we do as humans, right? We Things happen to us, circumstances happen to us, and as we learn, we like to share that with other ones, other people that we know, other loved ones, or other people, or strangers, or other parents. 
because we can sympathize, we can understand, you know, what they're going through. So, and I'm always asking questions and we're always sharing information with people. So again, this is the whole concept of this autism world. So again, let me um, let me just start off and see what is the definition of autism. Um, and here's what they said: the definition of autism says autism is a neural development disorder categorized by impaired social interactions, verbal and nonverbal communication, and repetitive behavior. Autism system autism Autism systems become more apparent before a child is three years old, which is correct. Within a year and a half to two years, you start noticing. And autism affects information processing in the brain. By altering the nerve cells and their synapses, connect and organize. And, and how this is, and why this occurs in the brain, how the brain doesn't connect right and the synapses doesn't correct, it's not known. And it's not understood. To this time, that's what autism, what they call it. It's a neurological dysfunction. And there's still probably tens of thousands of people trying to look for solutions to this whole concept of autism. So what I have come up with to make it simple, and there's so much information out there, everyone, there's tons of books and, and tons of research and, and different theories and concepts and all. <clears throat> so what I have done um, from my own personal point of view and dealing with this now for probably for eight years. Again, my daughter's 10 years old, so we kind of knew about two years old. So now I'm looking at eight years of experience here dealing with it. Um, what I came up with is what I call the five layers of autism. And that's what it seems like to me, that autism is composed of five different layers. And what are these layers? The first layer I like to call is the tipping point. And what does that mean, a tipping point? Well, this is the best out of the five layers, meaning that these kids that have autism and they're at a tipping point, they're kind of becoming what we consider as normal, like normal child as they grow up and, and what we all know. You know, our, our grandkids or even our own kids, we have you know, kids that are normal. But again, you know, that's a kind of questionable thing. What is normal? Uh, again, that's a questionable thing. But for me, what normal, what coincides to society? You know, how you're able to react, how you're able to grow up, go to school with your schoolmates, uh, get your education, and then learn and go to college or not, get a job, and then you're able to, you know, uh, get married, have your own kids, and whatever it is, that's what I perceive it as normal as we all perceive it as. So again, that's what we want from our kids, you know, our child. This is what we want from our children. So again, looking at that, that baseline being normal, and again, that's objective, but again, that's the way I'm perceiving it. So again, for me, these kids that are the first layer, they're autistic and they're at a tipping point. A lot of time with these kids, which is great, they tip over and they're sort of diagnosed with autism, but they tip over and they become normal, which that's what it will be great to have an autism, to have it become what you consider normal. So, again, that's the first layer. The second layer that I call is high-functional. Mean these kids are autistic, but they're high functional, and we call it the industry or, or the or autism, whatever they call these, like Aspergers. Asperger is is a form of autism that is very high functional. Uh, these kids are able to function pretty much normal, and you're able to see them. You think you know they're okay, but they're 
very high-functioning autistic kids. And these kids are very smart. They're very smart. And, and, and what happens with them is, is that um, you look at them and they're five, but they have social issues. They might not really relate with their own brothers and sisters or their own parents. Um, they're into their own world and they're able to function. These kids are able to grow up being Asperger or high functioning. And a lot of us won't even notice. Um, what's interesting is that it seems like a lot of people uh, in, in that we know of really hire people like um, Einstein and even now with Microsoft, um, Bill Gates, and um, I think also Newton, they had forms of autism. And these were Asperger and high-functioning, and you can see how much they have contributed to the world. So again, these are the high-functioning and what is called Asperger. So again, for me, that's the second layer. So it's Asperger's, and hopefully the Asperger might convert back into the tipping point. And what happens, it does happen a lot. A lot of these Asperger's kids tip over and they become what we consider normal, which is great. So again, that's the second layer. Now, the third layer is what is, for me, actually is autism. And these kids that are autistic, this is what autism is. It's literally, for me, it's the third layer. Uh, autism is also classify as PDD. So again, that, that, that's a whole other concept there. Of It's a development disorder. So, and that's the whole concept like with autism in, in reference to the PDD. Like my daughter, she's autistic. Um, she's healthy, physically healthy. She's happy. She's loving. But the issue with her is that she's non-social. You know, she doesn't socialize like like most normal kids. She doesn't interrelate with them, and she's on her own world doing her thing with autism. Uh, some of these kids, have they're verbal. They're able to speak somewhat. A lot of these kids are able to speak. Uh, autistic kids are able to speak some words. But like my daughter, she's nonverbal. So she's not able to speak. So that makes it really hard for us to try to communicate. And, and again, they're trying with iPads out there with different programs. Uh, there's different things to try to communicate with, communicate with these kids, but it's also very, very hard. So, again, that's really where the autism is. A uh, hard percentage for me is what autism is that is that these kids are non-social? They have verbal skills. Some don't. Like my daughter doesn't have any. And I guess for me as a parent, my goal or my what I try to do is to look at the research and speak with people and look at scientific and data and all, and try to upgrade my daughter to either a level two or definitely, hopefully, a level one, meaning as Asperger, she's able to able to be functional in society or become normal, like a level one tip over to become normal as we perceive it. So again, this is what I'm looking at as autism. So what have I done in reference to help my daughter? There's a lot of programs. There's so much overwhelming information, so many books, different doctors and all. I mean, I have tried so many different things to help my daughter. Uh, Dr. Walt, which is with the blood detector, to look at her biochemistry to see what's going on. Everything seems to be normal, her blood work. She's not gluten intolerant. She's able to you know, metabolize food and all. So again, I, I went down that whole road. I also went to Dr. Branner, and he deals with methylated B12, and these are shots uh, that were given to my daughter to help also get her back into speech and get her back into uh, maybe a stage two or so, into Asperger. Um, we try 
so many different things. We tried, you know, vitamins and nutrients, which is all positive. We try again, like all kinds of different testing and all. And again, we're still continuing to try. There's so many new things that are coming up and all in the future. But again, we continue to try. So again, my daughter is stable and she's healthy. And, you know, and again, there's issues here and there. But again, we're trying to do the best that we can in reference to what's out there. And I have tried that. So again, for me, that's what's called level three to me in reference to autism, which actual autism is. Now, I said that there's five layers to this autism. The fourth layer, which is kind of interesting, is that this is the, the kids are autistic, but they have this level four, which has to do, or this layer four, which has to do with digestion problems. And that's really where it becomes more of a challenge now for parents that have kids that have these digestion issues. And and for me, this digestion problem that these kids, autistic kids have, for me, it manifests into two separate uh, parts of this digestion problem. For me, there's, there's, again, two different parts. So you're looking at layer number four. And for me, layer number four is digestive problems cut up into two sections. One section, which I call is is positive, like lots of energy. And let me talk a little bit about that. The, the, the positive or lots of energy, this for me has to do with these kids that have a lot of anger in them. There's a lot of fighting. There's a like like a lot of hitting and stuff. And they also have what's called ADD. So again, that's a whole uh, attention uh, deficit disorder, which is ADD. And you see that, and they're being medicated for all this stuff for ADD, and they're not focused. They're like out of control. Like they have all this energy. It's like I say, it's positive. It's like all this positive and they just scattered they're running around and they have a lot of anger and all that and for me the digestive order it seems like to me that this has to do with brain allergies and it has to do with food triggers uh again being a, a student a listener to gary no for like over 25 years uh throughout all that time you always hear of these different shows on health, and he talks about it, and he talks about food, uh, brain allergies and food triggers. And if you think about that, when we eat certain foods, it might make us go crazy, uh, violent. Uh, I know myself personally, uh, any smells or chemicals or perfumes or soaps kind of makes me angerful. It makes me go crazy. And again, that's a a brain trigger. It's a food allergy or chemical trigger that makes it, it mixes in with my chemistry, and I'm aware of that. But before, with Gary and some of his doctors and, and guests, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Now I understand that I have to be careful with these chemicals or these food that it might trigger off my biochemistry, and it's it's in my brain that it, it, it makes me go crazy. So. These autistic kids, our autistic kids, they're, they're, they have hypersensitivity, meaning that these kids are very hyper than normal. So things are going to trigger them off, not like us, like normally, but they might trigger them off 20, 30, 50 times, 100 times more than what we do. So again, please understand that, that these autistic kids, that have the digestive issues will start causing all these problems. Uh, a lot of these kids with the digestive issues also have malnutrition and all. They're, they, they do not get enough nutrients into their body. So again, that can cause a lot of issues. So as you can see here, we have digestive issues, and I call them positive or over, you know, lots of energy. A lot of out of focus, a lot of running around, a lot of hitting, a lot of 
you know, a lot of these things that it's it, it just, they're hyperactive. So again, using that as a positive and lots of energy. Now, that's one aspect of these kids that they don't stand still. They just move around, driving around like crazy and doing all this crazy stuff because, again, they're just hyperly active with the autism and the digestive issue in reference to these brain allergies or these trigger foods. So, again, that's the positive. Now, there's another group, a smaller group of these kids, autistic kids, that I call it, which are negative. And meaning not negative, but I'm meaning in reference of no energy. And what happens with these kids? They have depression. You know, they're depressed kids. They're sad. You know, they're very sad. They're just to themselves. Uh, these kids, you know, might be sitting in a corner and just rocking back and forth their own in their own little world. And this is what these kids do. They're, they're, they're like on the low energy. You know, and the negative, which I call negative. And a lot of these kids, you know, they they might be thinking about suicide or hurting themselves. And they're just quiet, you know. Now, what I believe this part is also has to do with digestion, has to do with the bowel chemistry. And with these kids, I believe that's high toxicity, so again, who knows what exposures to heavy metals, mercury, and other toxicities would cause this um, kind of a, of, of a negative aspect to them, that they just, in their own worlds, they're just you know, sitting there uh, depressed, and God knows what, and what's going on inside of them. Now, this seems like kind of a, a negative thing to think about autism. But if you start thinking about it, the great news about this, about this whole issue with digestion, and depends where these childs are, if they're hyperly, over hyperly active or they're just low active, you know, positive or negative, the the best thing about it is that there's great help for these kids with autism. That's where nutrition comes in. And, and that's the, the great news about this whole thing and, this, and what's going on with autism is that with these kids that have either they're highly active or underactive, nutrition can help. And and that's what seems what helps these kids, these, these children. So again, if you're able to find out what foods are being triggered, have the child's um, have them tested for allergies. And again, we've been hearing so much about gluten. That has a lot to do with it. So again, the nice great part about this layer four about digestion is that you can do something about it. You'll be able to help out these kids of ours with the nutritional approach. You'll be able to look at their chemistry. You'll be able to get them off the uh, foods that are um, allergic to, the food triggers that trigger off them in reference to, you know, the level four, the positive, their hyperactive stuff. That's what does help. And also, too, on the level four or the layer four, the negative or underactive kid, then that could be toxicity. And with that, you're able to detoxify the child. And again, there's an incredible amount of uh, research out there in references, in reference to these all these nutrients and detoxification. Definitely on PRN with Gary No, you'll be able to you know learn about this. And this is where. You know, you have to start doing your homework and start looking at what's out there to help these kids. Now, the good news is that you, you take these childs from a level four, remember, and they still have autism. So, but if you're able to either look at the trigger foods or the environment or, or the, you know, or the uh, toxicity, you know, and you're able to detoxify and cleanse it out and you're able to, then these kids are able to come up maybe 
to a level or, or layer one or two. Think about that because that's really what's causing their issues with autism. So if you, and I've seen it and I've seen so many reports and, and I've seen where a lot of families have, have done the research, have, have, have done, have went to the right natural doctors and detoxification and allergies and gluten. And guess what? These kids have come up to Asperger levels, which is within, you know, within, uh, you know, pretty much within society to be within functional and even tip them over to being normal, what we consider normal. So again, that's the great news with this, that the digestion and that's where a lot of these kids are. They're at layer four, level four, with digestion issues and toxicity and food allergies. So for me, there's great help here to help these kids get them out of these chemicals and all these layers to get them to help. And then you'll be able to recover these kids, even take them to with my daughters at level three, which is a lot better and, to, you know, and all this toxicity and stuff. So what does that do if you start thinking about it? the toxicity or the food? Stuff? A lot of these kids have, they have a lot of diarrhea. They have a lot of, they can't eat food. And guess what's happening to them? They're, they're like literally starving to death. They have no nutrients. They're not absorbing food, which comes out now to the, you know, for me, one of the worst layers they are or levels for me is these kids that are, have seizures. So again, some of these autistic kids have seizures. And me as a parent, that's my greatest fear. And a lot of us probably on the call or people that are listening to me that know of parents that might have kids, you know, seizures, you know, that's like, you know, that's one of the worst things you have. So now imagine this. Again, looking at these layers. Uh, and, and let me finish up with the seizures. Guess what? The seizures are probably caused for the lack of nutrients. And these kids are not getting any nutrients at all. So like the brain, if the brain doesn't get enough fuel, enough nutrients, it starts seizing, much like a car. You know, a car, when it's almost running out of gas, the car starts shaking and buckling and all that because it's running almost out of gas. So I personally believe that the kids with the seizures and stuff, they're just completely malnourished. They need nutrients into their brain so that this way their brain is able to function normally. So, again, that's kind of, again, using digestion, which probably caused it, using the digestive issues and, and, and right going to the right doctor and stuff, that can definitely help these kids amazing. And, you you know, and who knows, maybe level five with the seizures stuff might be well, with the right nutrients, the right diagnosis and stuff, might bring up to a level two or level one for recovery. So again, that's the great news of this. So again, take take advantage of this. Now, there's a whole section here in reference to this level four for medications. And that's a whole other issue there. I personally, as of now, don't know of medications for myself or my daughter because we have not taken our daughters for medications. Uh, we've been doing everything humanly possible at level three or layer three with my daughter and giving her the nutrients and trying to make sure that she eats right and stuff. And, and again, if we're able to go down that route, that will be the best thing for her because we all know that medications and all, they all have side effects. They all have you know toxicity of the liver, God knows. But... I also have to understand and realize in my research also shows that sometimes, certain times, certain uh, people and certain kids might have brain uh, uh, chemistry imbalances. And that's what these medications do also help with that. So again, I don't throw it out. You know, I don't. I don't throw it out with the ba- You know, with the uh, bathwater. I don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know, there's. You always have to be open-minded. That there's also other potentials, and again, they might be also. For instance, you'd be able to use medication, which I do believe that there's a need for that, uh, and both on this layer four 
or level four with these kids that are over hyperactive and all, they might need some medication to calm down their brains. And also on the other side, on the negative, on the lack of energy kids that I perceive as you know, negative or lack of, you have the positive kids, you have the negative kids. And again, I, I spoke about that in my perception of that. On the negative aspect is that they might need certain chemicals or certain, you know, certain chemistry in their brain through medication to perp them up. And then this is what we want to do. We want to take these kids up to higher levels, you know, to hopefully to a level two, to Asperger, or to a level one, to a tipping point that you tip them over to being what we consider normal in society. And that's what we want from our kids. So again, everyone, um, as you can see here, so when when I look at autism, I look at five layers. And and then at that point, I'm able to look at a child to see at what layer or what level that child is at. <clears throat> the sad thing is that a lot of these kids are at level four. They they have all digestive issues, all bunch of you know problems with absorption and allergies, and then they have autism on top of it. So if you're able to deal with that issue in reference to uh uh, the cleaning up their environment and, and all this toxicity, then now you're able to help these kids bring it up higher. So again, as you can see here, um, I wanted to say also at this point now, um, how do you know? What do you look for autism? I would say that you will look at autism within a year and a half to three years. And that's what you want to look at. You want to look at what we're, what is called, when a child develops, is called uh, developmental milestones. And that's, and that's things like looking at your eyes, following your eyes. Uh, and again, there's so much out there in reference to the developmental milestones. When the child grows up in a certain month, in certain years, they have to be doing certain certain things. Like, you know, crawling, saying simple words, and, and and if a child is not developmentally going through these milestones, then you might think that there might be issues there. So again, there's a lot of great research out there, and definitely you do want to follow this up in reference to these de uh, developmental milestones. You definitely want to do that, and you'll know where you're standing with your kids. So that's one of the things. One of my other things I want to add, you know, I also want to add to this, is what causes autism, and that's a whole other issue there. What causes autism? Uh, people say it has to do with genetics. <clears throat> I think there might be some truths to that, to the genetic factor, but I personally believe it's not one person. Like you have a father and mother. Uh, I think that the genetic factor <clears throat> has something to do with. If one parent has it and the other per parent don't, then the, the the child might be okay. But I believe that I think it has something to do with both parents. Both parents have a certain lock or key or combination that both of them have, and then the child might become autistic. So I think there is a merit to the generic, but I believe there has to be both parents to have whatever reason. If one has it and the other one doesn't, then the child is probably okay, but if both parents, I think they're going to find that out in the future. That has something to do with both parents that might have an autistic out outcome of it. Also, what causes autism? Environmental. And again, that has a lot to do with it before the child is born or after the child is born with the air and water and God knows you know, what's, what's in that, in those elements and the development of the baby. So that has a lot to do with it, the environmental. Now you have the genetics, the environmental. <clears throat> and now, which is, for me, one of the incredible things that I think autism is going to be probably 1 in 50 and it'll probably be 1 in 25. That's my, my prediction. In the next 10 years, there'll probably be 1 in 25. Um, this is gonna is gonna be a tsunami wave, and until something is realized, something is done. And one of the the biggest thing that has happened to
two big things that has happened in the last five to ten years, and that's why we're getting more and more autistic child. And this has to do with neurological development, the brain developing itself. And this is prenatal when, when the baby's developing in the wound. Two things. Guess what's been happening in the last five or ten years is GMOs, genetically modified food. This is not normal. God knows the mother is eating it and the child is being fed with this and has been shown that genetically modified food causes neurological issues. So now you add the you know genetics, you add the environmental air and water pollution, then you add the food that we're eating and the child is eating, then you can start seeing what's happening. And for me, what's interesting, that I live here in New Jersey, and New Jersey has the highest rates of autism throughout the nation. So I'm saying, okay, um, why is that? Why would New Jersey, why would it have the highest rate? And there's one other environmental element that's been added to our environment here in the last definitely five years and definitely the last 10 years is cell phone towers. Here we all have these mobile devices, all these electronics, all these frequencies. So if you start thinking about that, in the last five, last 10 years and more in the last five years, all these cell phone towers here in New Jersey and New York has been popping up all over the place, and this is radiation. You know, God knows what bands of uh, radiation, and, and we're all exposed to it. Our iPads, our iPhones, and, and more and more we're going tech. Uh, Wi-Fi, even more now. They're, now they're trying to put Wi-Fi in cars. You you become your own Wi-Fi now with these uh, le- uh, electronic uh, devices. So I'm saying that this autism uh, tsunami wave is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because of what's going all around us in reference to the environment environmental exposures and then you add the whole controversy with vaccinations yes i do believe vaccinations is also a huge trigger point so again god knows what's in these vaccinations and if you start thinking about that you start adding all these pieces vaccinations you got environment to air and water you got gmos and you got cell phone towers. This is what's being exposed to the mothers and these babies developing in in the womb. Remember, uh, 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 a baby or it just becomes like a cell and keeps multiplying, becomes a fetus, and it keeps growing inside the womb. And being exposed to all this toxicity and all these environmental factors, this is what's probably triggering off what we call autism. I believe it's only going to get worse and worse. It is a tsunami wave that is just growing. Um, For me, it was very interesting that I I asked my pediatrician when Alexa was born like 10 years ago, and she only had one other child that she knew that was autistic after she said after 20-something years of practice. I asked her... Not too long ago, I think like three years ago, or two two and a half years ago, I asked him, I said, Dr. Versa, how many autistic kids do you have now? Do you see that it's growing? She goes, oh, my God, it is. And by the way, she don't believe, but again, with vaccination, she only tries to give the minimum that you're allowed. Again, there is some merit to vaccination, but the majority of them, they're worthless. But again, um I asked her, how many kids? She said, 14 that she has. That was like probably two and a half, three years ago. I haven't seen her, you know, lately again. again she, she was you know, a pediatrician for my baby. Now she's more a little girl, so she's healthy. And, and God knows what the number is. So if you look at the whole environmental, what's happening with autism, taking all these factors... You can see here there's a huge tsunami wave hitting. So again, you can see everyone, 
um, I just wanted to bring up all this, and, and I'm looking at the time. It's it's getting uh, pretty interesting. We're down to probably five more minutes or so to the show. Uh, I wanted to ask if people want to call in, toll-free, 888-874-4888. Again, toll-free, 888-874-4888. Please call in, maybe your questions or your comments that you might have, maybe to talk on the phone for the next couple of minutes. If not, I got some I got some pretty good emails here from people asking questions. Uh, is anyone calling in for us? Janir, anyone calling in for the show? Well, guess we're not. So at this point, what I want to do is read some of the questions that we have here from people that have that have called in. And here's what's interesting. Uh, Frank from New York City. He has natural doctors. Are they any good, and can they help? I mean, I mean, that's really a great, great question, Frank. Yes and no. The sad thing is that a lot of these holistic doctors are out there, whatever. They're just out there to take your money. So you got to definitely do your research. I already went down that road. And again, there's a lot of people out there just promising you everything and charging you everything. So again, please be careful with these doctors. There are some good doctors, and like I mentioned before, the kids that have digestive issues, digestion problems, absorption, toxicity, that's where autism can definitely, you can make the life of these kids really great, incredible, good for them. So again, look for those doctors that are able to detoxify, give you the right proper testing, the natural holistic doctors are out there. But again, the sad thing is that most of them are out there promise you recovery, you're going to cure the kids, and basically they're taking your money. I always suggest take the experts, and the experts for me are not the doctors, are their parents. You want to speak to the parents of these doctors, and if the doctor is doing right, he has no problem giving you referrals and parents because parents like to talk with each other. So again, those are good doctors. If doctors are able to give you referrals and you ask for it and they're able to, no problem, give you referrals of parents, definitely that's a good doctor. But if a doctor is trying to be shady, oh, I can't give you the parent stuff, then they're trying to hide something. But nowadays, through the Internet, you'll be able to go on there and look around and to see what's been happening if these doctors are able to help out the kids. So your question for that, Frank, in reference to our natural doctors, are you know, are there any good or any help? Yes and no. Mostly no. So but do your research here, Frank. So again, that's one of the questions we have. I think we're probably coming up to the end of our show. And let me see here. Uh, I have here some other questions. Um, oh, here's a great a question from Annette from California. And she's asking about what can you do for stemming? Stemming, everyone, that's a very distracted. This is a kind of a... They make noises, and they like they going ooh ooh ooh. They like this yell out a repetitive noise or sound, very annoying, very 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 tough on families. And they also foot stump, and that's part of stemming. That they they stump away with their feet. And they keep stumping away, and and they also make these verbal noises, which is could be constant for hours. Uh, everyone. What and I, I'm here in the end of our show, but I noticed that Gary knows product Heavenly Aloe. It was incredible. It cut my daughter's stemming from 50 to 70 percent. So again, you know, look at Gary's great product, Heavenly Aloe, in reference to stemming. 
has helped my daughter immensely. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a blessing. Uh, and and the people that have autistic kids that have stemming, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you want to cut out their stemming, look at Gary Knows Heavenly Aloe. Aloe is great for digestion problems, everyone. So as you can see there, there's a connection there with digestion. And that's what Heavenly Aloe, Aloe Vera, his makeup, his product. I've tried the one. His is probably the best one out there. Try that one. And that can definitely help you guys immensely. So again, everyone, thank you for being on the show. You can see time went by so great and so fast. Uh, please go to the NDCSavingsClub.com. Don't forget to rate us on, on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. And then please tell your family and members you know about this great show in PRN and please help support PRN too as you can see it's a great resource here for everyone so I really appreciate I'll do a follow up in the future in reference to autism and what I have learned and what I has helped my daughter and maybe can help you guys I appreciate your time I'll be back again next Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time and thank you and God bless everyone catch all the hair